This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. You are listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live in Liberty Village, and our phone lines are open. You can call us, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. This show is all about your stuff, getting valuations and assessments of whatever you might have that you think might have Value. Maybe it's an old antique or a comic book, a coin collection, vintage toys, cards, books, gold, silver, guns, whatever you have sitting around your house and you're curious about its value, you can call in right now to get a free assessment from two stars from television. They are stars from the TV show Storage Wars Canada. We say good afternoon and welcome to Paul Kenny and his son Bogard Kenny. How you doing, guys? Good afternoon, Ben. It's good. Get good. closer to the mic. There you go. A busy, busy week. It, we had a huge week. We had a huge week. We had our auction yesterday, and uh, we sold almost everything, coins, gold, silver, and jewelry. The consigners were happy because they got good money, and everyone got really good deals. I mean, there was some stuff that was like, again, it was, it was our, it sold at other stores for $200 and sold in the auction for $91. One sold for $191, but we had like 400 items. But the consigner was getting more money than if they went and sold it somewhere else. So they were happy. We were happy. It was one of those perfect things. Our next auction is going to be on December 3rd. So we're accepting consignments for our next auction. Yeah. But people can still come down to the store and just even – they can sell it to us directly. And if they don't like the price, then they can put it in the auction or just come down and buy something because there's still lots of deals. And the new store is at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. That's just north of Young and Major Mac. And I have to say – Every week it's getting cooler to be in the studio, especially when we're going to have special guests like Big Bricks of Gold and Silver. I told you it was a radio show. People <laughs> cannot see these things. Bogart, in fairness, I was going to say, you should you should brag about your dad. You saw him working with an iPhone moments ago promoting the show. What what, yeah. what, 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 what unfolded there? Oh, barely. He what, Your thumb, you pressed two buttons on there. I said I, tweet it or something. Show people what you have here. I actually <laughs> took a picture and it got out there, but... No, no. It this, got out there? Did you t- Yeah, did, where, did, did where, you where did it, it end up? That's where what I worry about. Did, I worry it's in your daughter's email box right yeah. now. Did you just text me it? Bogart and I both have a number of followers from the show on Twitter. We're also, I have a, a guy, we're on Instagram. We are. Um, You're not on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. One of us is on Instagram. <laughs> so but we are coming into the 21st century slowly. Yeah. We're on LinkedIn, but. We have to do this because people want we have, want people to know what kind of deals we have in the store and what we're doing, you know. And so Bogart can actually work for a living, and I can actually pay him. But we had we sold over two thousand. 
See these bars here? I this do. This is a hundred yes. ounce bar. We sold over twenty of these bars this week. I the love consigner it. was happy, and we have another thirty for this week coming up. So there's some deals. If somebody wants to buy silver, and like right now, I think it was night twenty three in Canadian money, twenty three seventy five. They would pay twenty four seventy five, only one hundred dollars in premium. So they're getting hundred ounces of silver for the cheapest price in the city, bar none. And these are shouldn't say bar none. That's a bad thing. And we have out gold ounces of um, of uh, so gold maples for a good price. People can buy one ounce gold bars and gold maples. We have everything like that. We but got a I, whole bin of gold and silver here. You look like a pirate stacked up with booty all over you. Everything's <laughs> glimmering and shining. This is pretty nice. Well, no, what I brought in is a couple of things that people asked about last week. People asked about the shin plaster, so I know it's a radio show, but I brought one in to show Bogart. I said, this is what a shin plaster is, a small little bill, and it was worth about $20. And this is perfect quality. Just, yeah. just People call in with older currency, and you say, hey, listen, be honest about the quality. Has it got a, a torn edge? Has it got a folded edge? I need to know that because that affects value. Yeah. These are all prime. Well, we just saw a $10 bill from, before I came here today, the guy had a $10 bill from 1937, and it's worth about $3,000 because it's Perfect, mm. and the idea of it being perfect is this is what people want to buy, and I can actually pay good money now. Even the used bills are worth fifty, sixty dollars, but this one was just—it was like it was saved in a safety deposit box for all this time. The color was good, and this is why people have to to call us. Like Bogart and I did a house a person. I apologize to some of the people we did not get back to this week because it was that busy. But we had one house call where someone. We went in right before. Someone said, okay, I'm Paul. I'm selling everything. I want to sell the house. I Full contents. They want to sell the contents. Which people see more and more of because they're inheriting sometimes 3,000 yeah. square feet in Toronto of an old house. Somebody's lost their life, and they've got to clean this place top to oh, bottom no, this and get person's sold. still alive. This, we're going to call her Downsizing. Down, same thing, yeah. Downsizing. Same problems, yeah. yeah. So we saved her $12,000 just with her real estate fees to start with. Wow. We're saving her another... $1,500 on the staging because we're going to use the stuff that she's got there. And at the end of it, we're selling off all of her stuff, and she'll get another twenty dollars to $22,000 of the stuff that's in the house. And she's still taking stuff to her condo that she's going to move to. But she's going to be walking away with another $33,000 that she would not have had if she hadn't called us. And it's just out-and-out savings. And this is why we're trying to get people to call us in advance and if they call the store, we can actually help them from beginning through the whole process and make it painless and give them money. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live with two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada, Paul Kenny and his son Bogart. They specialize in stuff. They can tell you the value of the stuff. They can move stuff for you. Their store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's uh, Young Street just north of Major Mac. If you want to get a free assessment right now, you can give us a call, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Our first caller is going to be Dave in Brampton. Dave, welcome to the show. Yeah, I have a settee. Uh, quite old. It's uh, deep burgundy velvet. Okay. It has wood trim uh, on the top, which is carved grapes, hand-carved grapes, they tell me. And uh, it's got wood at the front and up uh, both front of each arm. A settee. What, for those oh. who don't know, like me, what is a settee? A settee is, a chair, is a, an old couch. That's right. Kind of. That's, it's, 
and or a love seat, a kind of settee. It's now it all depends seat, on say. is the um, the covering is the upholstery in good shape? It's in excellent shape. Because if you have to recover these, it can cost you five hundred, eight hundred dollars. No, no, this is in perfect shape. Some of the settees are not as popular as they used to be because Victorian furniture is not as popular, but um, they usually sell them right now between three to seven hundred dollars. If it's in really good shape and it, and someone has to do absolutely nothing with it, because mm-hmm. that but and best ideas on a consignment shop to get the money because uh, an antique dealer only offer you a hundred because they don't sell as fast as they used to, uh-huh. and that's your problem. Is yours the full couch or uh, I have it online here? Is it like the you know it's, it's like, like a day a bed? The one that uh, Kate Winslet, remember from the movie Titanic yeah. when she was topless and they drew her, she was in one, she was in a settee that was half back, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, this has got a full back, and it's uh, it's a two-seater, like like now, a love seat. Is it? Now, it depends. It kept on making up in the 20s. If it's from the 1850s, 1860s, then they can be worth a bit more. Mm-hmm. And it depends if you re- if it was recovered 40 years ago, because unusually, it's not usual for one from that old to not need some tender, loving care. Well, this has been recovered. There's no doubt about okay. that. Uh, this one would, I'm not sure how old it is. It used to belong to my uh, wife's great. Uh, either her great-grandmother or her great-great-grandmother. Something like this, you could send a picture on to our um, website at sales at torontogoldsilver.com. And we would take it better if I have a picture. Uh-huh. And if there was other stuff that was handed down, uh, some of the pot- – there might be collectibles, pottery. Well, we have a uh, – I also have a table – which somebody told me is a Gibbard. I don't know whether that's right or not. Gibbard's it's, a manufacturer. Yes, I know. It's 30 inches tall. It's about 23 by 23 at the top. The edges of the top are scalloped. I would have to see it. Now, this is a and case of solid where, oak. It, the best idea here is always to send on a picture. Okay. Uh, sometimes we don't get back that day. But if you send on a picture to sales at torontogoldsilver.com, either myself or Bogart will take a look at it. Bogart will say it's... I'm sorry, what's that again? Toronto? Toronto. It's sales. Sales. At Toronto Gold Silver, all one word, dot com. And uh, Bogart or I will both look at it. Bogart, if it looks heavy. I was Bogart, just going to say, he'll Bogart say. Bogart won't oh, want come it. Come on. <laughs> you, just, you don't need to send him a photo, just the pounds. Just give him about the weight, and he'll tell you if he wants to pick it up or not. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it comes down to. Some of the old furniture, no, but it's still very collectible. And if it's in good shape and nothing has to be done with it, it's still very saleable. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, if you've got one that needs $500 worth of work, you put 500 into it, you only have a $500 settee. That's, you know, it's better just to keep it. Dave in Brampton, thank you so much for your call. We're going to move on to Joyce in Burlington. Joyce, how are you? Hello? Hi, Joyce. You're on Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. Yes, I have uh, seven little records that are recorded just on one side. Okay. And uh-huh. they're about five inches. And it says on the back that they were uh, letters or U.S. letters patent December 10th, 1901 to November 30th, 1909. Sounds like, uh, are the Edisons? I'd have to see these, but there was a lot of different formats that came out after, because Edison had those cylinder tube uh, cylinders. Yeah, the wax or whatever And then it is. you had, um, it might have been a predecessor to our uh, the records we have today. Yeah, well, it, like they're just recorded on one side. Yeah, they would have been recorded. And it's a yeah. very, very heavy um, plastic. Or, Pardon? 
I'd have to see a picture. And yeah. what what will happen here will depend on the subject matter. And if someone else is – and if people are collecting that subject matter, it might be a speech. It might be a uh, song. And if it hasn't been recorded by somebody else or if they don't have a, a modern re- reproduction of it, these things can have value. But, again, this is something you can send the list into our store, and we could do some research on it. Okay. It says Little Wonder is on the – Little Wonders. Little Wonder, yeah, is the name. Little Wonder. Little Wonder. Is young Stevie Wonder? Who knows? Yeah, no. Did he go by Little Wonder when he was starting out? Not probably, back then. Yeah. I don't probably, think he was around then. Yeah. <laughs> probably a band. If some of these were collectible, if the band went on to something else, because this sounds like it might be an early recording, well, I'd the, have to The name see. of the song on the one that I'm looking at right now, it says, For Me and My Gal, Tenor Duet. Is it any good? But... Uh, have you listened to it? Is it any good? Is the oh, song any good? I played them. No. They were oh, my okay. great-grandparents. Because David Bowie had a song called up, Little but, Wonder, but yeah. I guess this is before his era. No, yeah. but I'd have to see, like I say, if you send these in, like I say, yeah. we, um, it, it depends on the subject, but they're not going to, they're generally only about 5 or $10 unless it's something yeah. very collectible about it. Yeah, okay. Can I yeah. ask you something else? Sure. Something else I have? Yep. I have a set of dishes that are blue on the outside and the cups are so thin they're like paper thin okay that'll be a porcelain mother of pearl inside and they say made in japan and these like these were my great-grandparents too if it's made in japan it's going to be after 1920 and probably uh before uh, world war ii be 20s or 30s and generally they're they the sets sell for 20 to 50 dollars if they now, if you look in the bottom of it and you can see a picture of a geisha girl, or if you're looking, they're very thin. You look in the bottom, you might see an image. Yeah. Those are collectible. Oh, okay. but I'd have to. Is see there an that. image? Is there an image? I can't see. I don't have them right here. No. Oh. Yeah. You oh. hold them up to the light, and yeah. something in the bottom. Like I say, these are things that we. What? We so have to she see. might have more money if she holds this thin plate thing up to the light and sees an image. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Do that and give us a call back. Our number here is 416-360-0740. You can also send an email or an image to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Our next caller is Elizabeth in Barrie. Elizabeth in Barrie, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. What do you got? Um, I have a program from Daytona 500 race that, unfortunately, Dale Earnhardt was killed. Okay. Oh, 2001, February. Turn February. three, car number three. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing missing from it is the tiny plastic racing car that was inside. Okay. Now, it's from the race day. I actually, it's funny, I had a, I, had, I actually had one of these programs. A friend of mine had one of these about 10 years ago, signed by Dale Earnhardt. Get out of here. I For real? Yes. Authenticated. Authenticated. Yeah, he signed it, and he had it signed. But if it's just... There's still about twenty, thirty dollars, and even a bit more on that program because there's a certain um, uh, cachet to that. People want to have that program. Yeah. But he had one. I think he sold it for about six hundred dollars. That was signed, but he sold it right away. That's one where I think you'd have to find the right fan because obviously, like Dale or not so much here. Like if you drive through an Ontario area, but as soon as you get south of like New York or Pennsylvania, you still see threes on boats and. Yeah, tractors, even excavators, pickup trucks, threes are everywhere. Well, on our show, you got to remember uh, he died on the track, two thousand one. Okay. His son was watched the whole thing in his rearview mirror. His son finished second in that race. It's I a mean, heartbreaking story. You don't even think about that part. I, I'd, well, 
the NASCAR, I don't know if anyone saw the show, Stuart Bogart and I bought some uh, NASCAR um, simulators. simulators yeah. Yes, you did and very well, we by the way. did really well. And I think Dale Hart, Earnhardt was one of the cars. It was, yeah, one of them. Yeah. and uh, Junior. Yeah. Was it the eight or the three? I think it was the eight. It was the eight. Was yeah, eight. so that's Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah. yeah. But all everything connected with NASCAR is extremely collectible in the United States. Not so much up here in Canada, but we've had some luck with it. But we deal in all collectibles. We deal in the coins, the comic books, um, the records, the, and the sports cards. And we're always trying to help people sell their stuff. But that's a cool collectible to have in your store because a guy oh, like yeah. me comes to your store and I go, what? Daytona 500 program from 2001? I'll pay for that. So there you go. That you've, just, be... you've just made a market, Elizabeth. That's what's happened. Well, I have one other question. Yep. Um, can people just come to your store if they have small items? Oh, yes. Well, there's two things. We either they can come, they should make an appointment unless they want to leave it because I'm not there. I'm they don't out. make an appointment. They just come in. They, no, you can come in anytime and leave something there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm there 50% of the time because, like, um, I'm out doing – people want to do – I go to people's houses and help them out because a lot of times it's a lot easier for me to see the whole house. They can't bring – if it's a small right. item, bring it into the store. If it's a large item or a large collection, Bogart and I are very glad to go out and see you. We just try and coordinate with a couple of other people at the same time. But that's mm-hmm. what we do. Okay, we do help you have a people. Phone number? Uh, 905. Oh. Uh-huh. 905-737-4653. That's to reach them off air privately about business dealings. It's again 905-737-4653. Did you get that? I did. Thank you. Okay, great. Our next Bye-bye. caller. Oh, sorry. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. More callers when we return. If you want a free assessment on any of your collectibles, antiques, comic books, coins, vintage toys, cards, whatever you have lying around that you've been curious about its value, now is the time to call in for a free assessment. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's 100% toll free. The number is one 866 740 Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live this, well, it's a damp and cool Sunday. But our phone lines are open. 
416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's totally toll-free. 1-866-740-4740. Next on the line is going to be Susan in Oakville. You're live with Paul Kenny and his son, Bogart. Yes, hi. My name is Suzanne, actually, but that's okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> I would like to inquire about a Chippendale desk that I have, solid mahogany. And uh, my husband and I purchased it in 1970 at an auction. And the listing was uh, that it is a Chippendale desk. It is solid mahogany. The um, decorations on it are uh, hand-carved. Okay. Uh, uh, solid brass um, uh, uh, handles on all the drawers. It's four feet long by two feet wide. And uh, it's too heavy to lift for me to examine exactly what year it would have been manufactured, but it is supposed to be mid-19th century. Okay, so it's Chippendale T- style. Okay. Tell us more about Chippendale, because obviously that's associated with a different type of thing now, right? Isn't that the male dancing group or whatever? Wait, are those two so people? Chippendale is a what? As an old okay. builder? What? I'm sorry? No, what you'd have to do... You know, in this case here, again, I'd have to know the manufacturer who made it at that time. And I'd like to see a picture of it. She like, said Chip and Dale. Those no. are the manufacturers. They are not. Uh, it's well, a style. Dale, I think it's a style. Oh, it's style. a style. Okay. okay. I was like, oh, is this, do the exotic dancers dance on the desk? What, I'm get totally lost here. What happens? <laughs> Bogart's still learning. <laughs> it's the best thing to say here is Bogart's still learning. I thought it was Chip and Dale made it. Right. Um, what I do, I'm with you, buddy. Right? That's what I Come thought, on. too. Well, is it the manufacturer, then Chip and Dale? No. no. Style? No. No, it's a style, and I'd like to know the manufacturer. I like if it's in good. Where would good, I be able to find that? Uh, it's underneath, sometimes underneath the drawer. It, it's it's uh, it has items in it. It's extremely heavy for me to move. Okay. Uh, but if I were to um, <clears throat> take everything out of the drawers, I would be able to move it. Would uh, that be on the back of it? I opened the drawers and had a look through. And I don't see anything there. Underneath the drawer, there might be a maker's mark, or I might be able to see the style. Oh, I see. Or on the back of yeah, it. Yeah, the back of it, the facing back the wall. The will have a something. We okay. have it now. Is this, is this a fold-out top? No. No? It's a standard, like, regular standard office? desk, and okay. it's uh, <clears throat> Did we lose her? Eight? Susan in Oakville? Oh. Uh, it's not, it's not a, a, a perfect uh, uh, oblong table. How much did you buy it for? Here and there. Uh, it has um, rounded feet. Uh, Suzanne, how much did you, when you bought it, did you buy it out for a local bought auction it house? It an auction in 1970. Uh, which wow. auction house do you remember? Oh, it was the Hansa House. Okay. Hansa House on uh, Highway 10. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I can't recall what exactly you paid for it, but I think it may have been about $200, 300 Okay. You could yeah. probably got a good deal back then. But huh? one, something like this is something for consignment. Um, or it can be bought out because they're still uh, used in offices and stuff and people want to cr- create a certain look. Uh-huh. Um, if I have, if you send a picture off to us and if we can come down and see it one time, that would be something that would be an option. I'd go take a look, see what condition's in, and give you an option. I can say we either buy it, or you can consign it, or we'll find out what to do with it. Okay, how much roughly do you think it'll go through it for? I have to see it. This is like uh, it's well, a give car. Well, give me a ballpark. Yeah. Or a parking lot comparing yeah. to a car. Give me no, something. It's, we've sold, well, 
Um, you brought. We have a table brought in the other day that's one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh, jeez. Oh. Okay, and they bought it at a house. They bought it at an auction around nineteen seventy two for five thousand dollars at Waddington's, and now it's one hundred and fifty thousand. Oh my! Goodness. What's the story? So, one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Did Abraham Lincoln sign the Thirteenth Amendment on it? What What is no. the story with this table? Yeah, this so- table here was a table that was bought, and uh, it is a reproduction made around eighteen seventy. And actually, it's worth about maybe one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand. They made repros in eighteen seventy. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say a repop a... table worth one hundred fifty grand. It was Man. done by an important. Like this is why you have to see. We have to see it. The maker of something is almost as important as the style. This has uh, Louis the Fifteenth style with the ormolu um, leather top, uh, made by an important maker who probably made about one or two desks per year. Oh, okay. And. Back then, it's the same house. It's made from the same maker that Jackie Onassis bought the White House furniture with. Oh, from same place in in France. Now this table is worth one hundred fifty two hundred thousand U.S. Um, and we're trying to sell it for him. But it this is why I have to see who made it, the style, which that'll be the first thing about selling it. But if it's a repop, uh, I mean reproduction, or if it's made by an important maker, there's still people collecting important makers. Our next caller is going to be Robert in Hamilton. Robert in Hamilton, you're on Consignment Heroes. Yes, sir. How, how can I help you, Robert? I have a tea set that I purchased in uh, Tokyo, Japan in 1952. Okay. When I was on R&R leave from Korea. And uh, the set I got is similar to one you were just describing to a woman over the phone. If you look, take the cup and... Turned upside down, you can see a picture in the bottom. A lithopane, okay. And then that's a picture of a geisha girl. They were very, those sets, if it's complete with, uh, they usually have uh, four or six cups and saucers, a cream, sugar, and the teapot. It's it's six uh, cups, six saucers, six plates, and and cream and sugar. Made in Japan by a company or just made in Japan is the only thing on the bottom? I don't know. See, that's, again, and I keep on saying this is why we're important, is that the, the manufacturer of something is as important as, of what, as what it is because people collect certain manufacturers. If that's made by a certain factory, people will collect it, and that is where they're not, they're collecting because it's lithopane made by an important maker, and that's where the money is. But we actually have to know uh, the manufacturer and what it is. Robert, I hear you rummaging. Are you finding the cup right now? Are you going to slip yeah. it over for us? Hang on a second. We'll hold. I hope it didn't break. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to hear <laughs> it, right? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, now I have five cups left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I go into this because manuf- when we go to a house, well, a lot of people... I can't read the manufacturer, but yeah, I'd have square to see on it. the bottom. It looks like with some Japanese writing on it. Oh, that sounds interesting. Well, this is good because it's not made for export. Like, if it was made for the Japanese market and not uh, brought over here, now then I'll have to see a picture of it and see what the outside of it looks like. If it was uh, gold-trimmed or gold-encrusted, uh, um, again, a picture's worth a thousand words. Yeah, and Robert, I can tell you that, uh, you know, Paul will bring in sort of like a, a, a vintage $2 bill, for example, and you'll see, yeah. see this? In great condition, it's worth 10 See this mark on it? Now it's worth a 1000 Because yeah. it's the little details that make things... 
very, very, very valuable. So if you're calling in, if you're lined up right now to call the show right, and our phone number is 416-360-0740, if there are any maker's marks or anything like that on the the piece that you want assessed, make sure you have an idea of what it might say or where it is, these sorts of things, because these details are make and break. It can make it from being a successful valuable item to something that could be life-altering or year-altering money. Who knows? But thank you for your call. We're going to go to Paula in St. Catharines now. Paula. Hello. You're live on Zoomer Radio. It's Consignment Heroes. Hello. Um, I have um, 12-place setting um, uh, of Royal Dalton coronet dishes. Okay. That's the pattern, coronet. That's the pattern. Yep. And, uh, like, it's got all, it's got, like, the two serving pieces, two vegetable bowls, the cream and sugar, and the gravy boat with its little tray underneath, plus 12 of everything. And you have the covered vegetables as well? Um, the vegetable dishes do not have covers on them. Okay, these are the oval bowls. Okay. Um, gold trim, I'm trying to remember, is Cornet gold gold trim or not? Um, Either gold or silver. I mean, okay, I then, then it can't go into the microwave. Okay. On something like that. Sure, can. Why not? No. Okay. <laughs> on, I can put uh, anything that fits in the microwave. I was going to say, there's other people listening going, why not? Why can't I put gold in the microwave? You're not supposed to put metal because they actually use, in some cases, use actual gold on the trimming and that'll interact with the microwave. You get a lot of sparks. So what? If, if you're into a light show, If you yes. heat it up, who cares? Okay, but my point here is that people don't put gold and trim stuff in the microwave and takes away a bit of its saleability. Oh. But, but Paul, you seem frustrated. There's a whole generation goes, really? I can't put the gold trim china in the microwave? I don't know. I just had my parents yeah. for Thanksgiving or whatever. Yeah, I no. just thought it was part of the show, you know, when you heat it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cornet is a pattern... In as a setting, it probably sells for around thirty-five dollars a place setting, three fifty, three eighty, depending on the covered veggie. Probably around retail in the area of four hundred dollars for that set you're saying right there, and um, it would sell. But that is something that would sell by consignment, or we put into our auction. We can sell it for you, but dishes are not as they're still we have to use them, but not as popular as they used to be. Yeah, we've seen a cultural shift with people having uh, a separate set of dishes for people they think are more important coming to their house or special yeah. occasions, right? So, so if you give me the IKEA set, I know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. You would never go to someone's house presuming that they've made the decision. You're not China worthy. You're just oh. getting the IKEA stuff. But yeah, Cornet, that used to happen. Cornet was a good set. Probably, I think it's about 1960s. It was uh, made, and it was a, a first-rate china, but. Uh, they're not making it anymore, so the people who want to buy it have to pay for it, but there's not as many people wanting to buy it. But still hundreds of dollars. She's oh, wondering, yes. is this just garbage, or is it no, hundreds no, no, of dollars? No, no. no it's, the answer is it's, it's hundreds Royal of dollars. Royal Dalton is a first-rate name, and uh, it probably cost $400 in 1970. Really? Yeah. No, no. So but, for items like that, when you say, hey, consignment, sometimes they do well consignment. For people who don't know, I'll tell you my understanding of it. They come to this store. They say, I don't have a store. Can you sell this for me? You take a part of the sales value yes. and give them the part of the sales value. Yeah. How does that typically work? For somebody who goes, I'm, I could, I got this old fur coat. I've got this old whatever. I've got an old comic book. I, I don't want to bother listing it everywhere for sale. What should I do? Take it to the store, possibly. Yes, we can take on large amounts. We take them on consignment. And what happens is, say that it's a set of China, uh, this gold bar is something like that, and someone wants to get two thousand dollars. And I say I can only pay nineteen hundred. Mm. Well, to get two thousand, then 
we say, yes, it'll sell for 2300 but we'd have to put on consignment. So when someone buys it, we take a percentage for selling it, mm-hmm. and they get their proceeds. And that way, they get to sell, set the price that they want to sell it at. Gotcha. So they're happy. The person who comes in and buys it is happy. And I'm happy. So everyone's happy. That's just what we do. So people are at home. They're driving right now. They go, oh, that's how they get you. What's the percent? 99.9 in his favor? Is it no. reasonable? What is the generally? No. On Gold Bar, like on when we do our melts, we take around between uh, 11 and 5%. Okay? We're the best, best in the city. We tell them, here's what it – like if you bring in a, an old scrap ring – and you bring in 15 uh, grams of gold. Mm. We say, here's exactly how much gold is here. We melt it down, and we say, here's what we're going to pay you on that. Like on gold right now, on 10 carat, I think it's... Oh, you're going to ask me to calculate but, it. But that's okay. What if somebody brings in something larger that's going to take up floor space? They go, oh, I have a classic pinball machine, and oh. I want you to move that for me. It's going to take up you know, floor space. What would be a consignment deal in something like that where it's an object of, you know. Between 30 and 40%. Okay, yeah. On something like that. And if I can't sell it, I know someone who can sell it for them. There's nothing that Bogart and I won't sell. They're like, there's nothing that Bogart can't lift. <laughs> That's not true. He there's things less than impressed over yeah. there with that sort of mentality. No, we, we buy and sell anything. Like I say, a person this week with the house. We helped them negotiate the price on the house. We are selling absolutely everything that they don't want. Now, if you just had your real estate license, you'd be able to cover the entire market. I know. we got to get back to our market okay. right now. Is it Dave and Pickering is our next caller? Dave and Pickering, thanks for holding. You're on uh, Zoomer Radio, Consignment Heroes. We are live. I just have a, a quick question. I have two pieces. One is the uh, accounting of John F. Kennedy's death the teletype as it came off on the Toronto Stock Exchange. And I also have a daily newspaper, uh, English newspaper, printed in gold-type printing from 1918. I can't find anybody that will evaluate that stuff. This is the actual teletype that came off that day. How do you authenticate something like that? Because if I had an old teletype, could I not program it to say... The president has been shot and reprinted a hundred times. Well, I don't think you could. I don't know. Uh, Not to suggest it's a fraud. I'm just saying that. Like, is there anything that that date stamps it to, that we can say I it came from this machine? A date stamp and time stamp, and yeah. it's interrupted with, you know, Canadian news coming across little bits here and little bits there. Oh, of course, and stock prices that, of course, would match up all those sorts of things. Yeah, so that's, that's how right. you could authenticate yeah. it from that snapshot in time. Yeah. But I've been to various magazine shows and, you know, the Antique Road Show, and nobody says, hey, we don't know anybody that would authenticate or... You want authenticate or you want it sold? Beg your pardon? Do you want authenticate it or do you want it well, sold? Well, I'd, I'd just like to know it's been lying around in a big roll ever since that date in a brown paper bag. Is it worth anything, or do we? Throw oh yeah, it? no, no. I'd buy it on a heartbeat. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'd buy it just. No, no, it. just for something to do on a Saturday afternoon. I'd be buying something. It's like Sunday. That. It's Sunday. Sunday. Okay, yeah. time lapse. On but that sounds it? like an interesting item, but you have to, you have to find the right place for it, or someone else who buys something like that and would donate it to a, to a good home. I'm trying to. 
So you're saying like the, the, the caption at the top is in gold writing? No, no, no. no I'm no, talking I'm about the teletype. The, the teletype. TNT. It'd be an old ticker, right? So if you and I, like in Mad Men or whatever, right? So we'd, yeah. be, we'd be in an office and, you know, they'd give you the stock prices, the latest ticker values. And in that ticker, they would have given you big breaking news. And in this case, it would have been U.S. President John F. Kennedy oh. shot and killed. That's an iconic so moment. You're just talking, it's like teletype writing, right? Like oh, a ticker. Okay. Yeah, but it's nine inches. It's about nine inches wide, the paper. It's not oh, that's even cooler, though. That's that's it's even cooler. It's displayable. That's know, awesome. You've... This is a day for stumping Paul. I I know it's got value, and it'd take me a little bit of... Please call me later on at the store, and I can come up with some ideas on this. Um, Dave, you just found your market, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah I think his number at the store is 416-360-074. No, that's the state. 905-737-4653. Look at yeah. this. How great are these listeners? They, oh, come awesome. I know something, Dave. I'd love to see this, and... I'm can, it's, it goes back to, if I don't want to buy it, I know someone who does. Yeah, this me. sounds like a great. <laughs> this sounds like a great, a uh, great item, yeah, and I um, but uh, pictures I, of it to Lori Ferber, I think her name is, who is the the great one for doing it in the United States, and she never answered back. Uh oh, yeah. bad customer service. Yeah. So, uh, and I should have, as they say, it's been sitting there for years. We've taken to the Antique Road Show and the magazine and book and newspaper shows and showed it to people, and they say, we don't know, and we don't know anybody that can help you. Dave, what if what number makes you happy with this? What number would you want to buy sell it for? Well, I'd like somebody just to tell me, like, is it worth $5 or is it worth 50000 I have no idea. Mm. That's the problem. I'd have to see it, but I could get something. Sometimes it's something that's a neat enough item that I'd love to see it and have a chance to sell it to somebody for you. No, but are you going to look for a Canadian JFK fan? Because you're talking about the Toronto Stock Exchange. It's not the New York Stock Exchange, right? No, yeah. no. It came off. Uh, my nice. wife worked in the stock uh, at that time. and uh, You're talking about Bay Street, though, right? Yeah. Everybody went home, and this thing was rolling off. She said, oh, I'll take that home and show it to my husband. Okay. No, I would love to see this. And if um, it sounds like she's got an eye for something that's good. And, but like I say, I can't give you value today, but I will get you a value where other people won't. At least I'll be able to say, here's what someone's willing to pay. Dave and Pickering, I don't need to tell you anything. He's already got all these numbers, but the off-air number to, to talk yep. to you guys in person is 905-737-4653. As soon as the show ends, you guys are available there. Yep. Our next caller is Ruth in Toronto. Ruth, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You are live. Yes. I have uh, Astro, the Apollo stamp. Sorry, you're losing me. I didn't hear that. What, what is it? And it was signed by the Astro Ken Mooney, of Canadian Ken Mooney. You have a puzzle that was signed by astronaut Ken Mooney. Yeah, a stamp. A stamp with the Apollo. Oh, a stamp. A stamp with the Apollo. Okay, okay. And Ken it's Mooney. It's a stamp. It's 10 cents. And it's and a very it's small Apollo, signature. Apollo, S-O-Y-U-Z, is on it, nineteen seventy-five. And it was signed to me by the Astro Ken Mooney. Okay. I'm thinking that's probably a twenty, thirty dollar autograph because trying trying to think of the kind of collector who would want that. It's also personalized, right? That kind yeah. of hurts the value. And it's small. So yeah. We'd have to find out what the the Mooney value is yeah. for a signature. Probably twenty, thirty dollars and that'd be that'd be it. 
Hey, the good news is some money, right? A lot of people have signatures. You go, well, what's this worth? You go, ah, well, about I 10 cents. I should say that this week coming up, if someone does having good signatures, say someone's got a George Besant autograph or they've got a Mickey Mantle autograph or they want uh, – um, but not the recent guys, but if they want something authenticated, I can buy it or I can help them authenticate it this week. But I'm looking – like a gentleman called me a couple of weeks ago and he's got uh, a Buzz Aldrin autograph. Given uh, It was on um, a menu from 1972. I'd like to sell it. I think actually I at the time I probably gave him an undervalue on it because I think it's probably worth about $1,500 mm-hmm. to 2000 for a Buzz Aldrin because it's on a, a menu – but to get that kind of value, I have to get authenticated by one of the authenticators out of the states, and we have one coming up here this week. Oh, okay. So hold on. If you're if you're listening and you like collectibles, this is sort of a big thing because I've talked yeah. about this. I've talked uh, to this uh, about uh, other times. When people have autographs of their favorite, I I met Bon Jovi in '88. Yeah. Oh my goodness, blaze of glory! It was such a great concert. But nobody believes me it's Bon Jovi. I need to get it authenticated. I see on TV shows, while well, the guy just comes into the shop and says it's worth $500 and we all go on our merry way. That's not how it works in real life. No. And you and Bogart go to the very, very big expense of flying in these experts to actually well, look at a whole... Well, someone else actually does it. I'm, I, he helps me out on it. Either way, they fly in at great expense and they look at yeah. a number of things on one given day. Yes. You're now inviting members of the public to come and get access to these people. Well, no, no, they'd have to. It's, it's no, <laughs> we were no. We're close to making that deal. Okay. No, if someone has something, say someone's got a Terry Sawchuk autograph. As a Terry Sawchuk autograph on a on a, on a card, it might be worth a hundred dollars. Authenticated Terry Sawchuk autograph is worth a thousand. Right. So that's the difference. But I'd have to have it in advance, and it's even if I can't do it now, it just it's. it's Efficient use of time. Okay. They gave it to us so this week. What's what's my autograph worth? Nothing. Uh, wow. Not fifty bucks. If we didn't even authenticate it. If you put your autograph on a fifty dollar check, it's worth fifty dollars. Well, at least it maintained its value. I could have voided it. Yeah, it depends on how you sign no, it. No, no, really. that's as I'll long as it. I can cash the check. On autographs, that's the thing with autographs. You have to get them authenticated, and or should. If it's something, but the unfortunate part of it, something's only a fifty dollar autograph. It's not worth authenticating. If something's like a Terry Sawchuk or uh, uh, Muhammad uh, Ali, Muhammad Ali, someone who's passed on, Rocky Marciano, Rocky Marciano, all these autographs are good, and there people have them on collections on their walls. And but to sell them, if they come up tomorrow, if they come up three weeks from now and say, "I want to sell this tomorrow," yeah, I have to go through the the process of. Taking it, getting authenticated, and then I can give them the value on. Yeah, well, if it's not authenticated, people just go, "Well, listen, it looks like a beautiful, authentic boxing glove from yeah. Rocky Marciano." I don't believe you. You're not going to get the money you're asking for, so no. forget it. So, getting it authenticated is everything. You need somebody professional to stand behind it. Yes, and that's what we were always inviting people. That's we want people to bring it in early rather than late. So, come to the store. Yes, if you're listening, you go. Where's that store again? It's at ten thousand three forty one Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill, just north of Young and Major Mac. You'll, okay. you'll know the store because it's got a picture of Paul and his son's face right on the outside. You go in there, you meet them, you talk business. Sometimes I'm smiling, you guys have he's free... frowning. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Sometimes you guys even have free cookies. Yes, we had free cookies yesterday, and we, our, and, uh, but that was for the auction. And our next auction is on uh, December 3rd. Yeah. And, but people are always coming. They'll be treated with a smile. Welcomed with a smile every day. Okay. And like I say, the other thing we do is 
what I want to impress upon people is get two opinions, like we were talking a couple of weeks ago. If you've got gold or silver coins and you want to uh, scrap them or sell them, you can bring them into us. And this is something we don't care who made it, actually, with the gold, with the gold because we're melting it. And with the silver, the same thing. Stop telling people our tricks. That's our trick. No, that's okay. not a trick. Part of our business <laughs> is a trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. But we will also, you can call us up and we will give you the price we'll pay you for the gold over the phone. We are not ashamed of our prices. We'll always tell people, say, if you've got a 10-carat ring and it weighs this much, here's what you will get, sir. As long as it weighs that and it is 10-carat, we will pay you this. There is no tricks. We just say, this is what it is, and this is what we'll pay you. I think Bogart's talking about the magic of marketing. Yeah. It should be the caramel secret. There should be something. How do they do it? How just, do they just, pull yeah, it off? Just right? bring it in and like, hey, we will like magically we, give you money. That's yeah. our deal. KFC's here. 11 herbs and spices, they won't tell you how much of which yeah. herb and spice. There's some mystique. You're all transparent all the time. Yeah, you just said that we melt up. They can go do that now. <laughs> no, no. Nice. No, no. <laughs> Listen, we are live. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. If you want to call in to get something of yours assessed, maybe it's old, maybe it's beautiful, maybe you think it's collectible. The number to call is 416-360-0740. 416-360-0740. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Zoomer Radio. You are listening to Consignment Heroes. We are live. I'm Ben Mercer. I'm in studio with two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada. By the way, the back half of season two of Storage Wars Canada is coming up this fall, winter. When does that happen? It's coming up in the winter. We're in Canada. January. January. Oh, there. it is January, yeah, it so is. the new year. And wow. we were cold. They we left were... everyone in the lurch. We had the the first half of season two and then months in between, all summer, just nothing, just in withdrawals. They don't tell us anything. Is know? it okay I bent, bent this gold? Don't bend that gold. But it's pure. <laughs> <laughs> Some gold is collected. That's actually, this is actually a two-ounce bar made by Johnson Matthew Mallory. And actually, there's a premium on this because some people collect the old bars. A little less now. I just bent it. Yeah. All right, there's a sale on a two-ounce bar of gold. That's a beautiful one, by the way. Personally bent by Bogart Kenny. Well, no, (laughs) some silver bars are worth more, and that's why they need us, because we sold a four-ounce bar of silver for $1,400. 
four ounces of silver because it was collectible. Mm-hmm. Not all gold and silver, and because it goes back to the name that was on it. That's not really working with your cheap prices thing. No, no, but th- the customer was happy, the consigner was happy, and then we were happy. This is how we do stuff, Bogart. But I should mention, we actually had a house call this week. I say that we do house calls anywhere. We had a house call this week. They actually called us from Austria. Austria, Austria. Austria, Austria. Not some weird Austria, Ontario that no, we are no, unaware no. of. You're talking about no, the no. Austria. Not like Brussels, Ontario. Yeah, no. we had like a London thing, and I'm like, is that in England or is that in Ontario? I don't know. Somebody yeah. from Austria wants you to come to their house and go through their stuff. They heard our show. No, they want our advice. But the problem is, is that um, anything, we can't buy anything because we can't ship it back here. But we might do something with the gold and silver and that stuff. But they also have artwork as well. And they just... They don't trust the people that are around, and they just they want someone who's independent. Wow! And so we'll be in I should say anywhere in Ontario, we will do a house call. Austria, we're going to actually fade <laughs> this one. Well, you know what? I was going to say, Storage Wars Canada airs in over a hundred countries around the world. I bet you yeah. they know you. I bet you there's there. I think that's maybe from our uh, our Twitter or something. But they they actually called, and I said, "Yeah, we can help." And they, they sent me some pictures, and I actually. I think we pushed him in the right direction because we said, here's what you have to do with this. The clock is winding down. Here's some things you need to know. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's in the Young and Major Mac area. Their off-air phone number is 905-737-4653. We're only on for an hour, and we've got about 10 minutes to go. And our number here is 416-360-0740. Let's go to our next caller. It's Jackie in Port Perry. Oh, sorry, Joe. Joe in Scarborough? Joe in Scarborough. I'm Joe, here. welcome to the show. Joe? Okay, um, I have a set of uh, china, uh, eight plus eight place setting with a serving bowl. It looks like it's um, like South Asian, but you mentioned earlier about the cups have the image of a lady when you look when you look in the bottom of the cups. It's called yeah. a litho lithopane. Lithopane. Yeah. News to me. Lithopane. Me too. I have no idea what that means. Now yeah. the only symbol I can find from the maker is on the bottom of the plates. There's a, a triangle and or a, a diamond shape in gold, and inside is the initials NS or SN, depending how you look at it. Does that mean anything? He just drew it out and looking at it upside down. No, I'd have to see. It depends on the color. No. What kind of china is It's a full set? Uh, yeah, setting for uh, eight with uh, demitasse cups, regular cups, uh, two sizes of uh, cream and sugars with a, two sizes of teapots. Without seeing the actual how it looks, and as long as it's in good shape and the colors are vibrant, probably yeah. sitting around... $150, and it's still the it was more collectible and was the occupied Japan um, stuff like this is collectible because they can it was only made between 1945 and 51 and people collect that they used to collect just that time period oh of course it. coming back from the war bringing yeah. back some trinkets that sort yeah. of thing does everybody have a set of China but me yes <laughs> yeah it is it is wild we've hit a real gold vein of no of no there's a lot China. of China. We deal with the china. It's not as po- we can still sell it, and people paid good money. Like a setting of uh, Royal Crown Derby uh, 2451 used to cost people 800 or $900 in the store. Oh, my God. It's a whole lifestyle that just seems so alien to me. I don't even have a cabinet to keep nicer stuff for nicer it still people sells, or whatever. But you, it still sells, but you have to know that we see it all the time. And good glassware, the same thing. I, I use a cup as a bowl, so you know, it's the same thing for me. <laughs> Jackie in Port Perry. Sorry for the false start. Now we've got Jackie in Port Perry. Jackie, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Good, good. good. What do you got? 
Well, I have two pitchers, the kind you pour liquid from, not the kind you hang on the wall. Okay. Um, the first one is glass, and it has quite heavy and quite thick. It's about eight inches high, and it has acorns and oak leaves over it. And it's uh, is this a press pitcher glass? or a beer stein? No, no, it's, it'll be press glass. They're not. There's no cuts in it, right? It's not sharp. When you lift it with your there's hands, no seams that smooth. I can feel. No. Right. That's early American press glass. Um, I have to see exactly the pattern. I can barely hear you. It's American er, early American press glass, which right? used to be more popular, and it's um, they sell between twenty and thirty dollars if it's very nice. Uh, the Canadian stuff that was uh, made in Canada will will fetch a premium. But then again, it depends on the mark and exactly um, what this, uh, the pattern is that's on it. Interesting. Okay. but So she's got two of them. So I between th- 20 and 30. Okay, the other one is about uh, seven inches tall. It's a Royal Dalton. Yep. And it's a sort of a, a tanny, a light brown bottom with a blue spout and handle. And okay. there's a number 4256 on the bottom. The 4256 indicates what the pattern number is that Royal Dalton gave them. And in this case here, the people who collected that, it might be a China pattern, it might have been a giftware pattern. But say 4296 was uh, a canthus or something. They named it a canthus. They also gave them a name and a number. And so that way that people would uh, collect the entire set. Um, I don't know which 4256 is without a name. I'd have to pull up an image on it. A set with 4,000 items? No, no. It's 4256. Uh, it'll look like it was made by a magic marker on the bottom, probably in blue or red. And it's just a number. Um, it might be a giftware pattern. Is there an image on the pa- picture? Uh, there's nothing. No, it's just no. plain with the blue spout and the blue handle. Yeah. The part that actually attaches to the uh, jug itself is the same color as the jug. Yeah, um, Not a million dollars is the no. answer here. What are we talking in terms of value? It's probably 20 to $40. Some of so the between stuff... the two items on the high side, maybe $100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But pictures out of Hanna-Barbera, there was other makers of, of Royal Dalton that have the prices are a lot higher. And the artists sign stuff because they, they used to have a lot of um, – Good artists who work for Royal Dalton, mm. and that their their um, uh, jugs are very popular now and collectible. Janice in Brampton is our next caller. We're live on Zoomer Radio. It's Consignment Heroes. You're live with two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada. Janice, are you with us? Yes. What do you got? I have a, a ceramic foot warmer, Dalton's Improved Foot, uh, foot Warmer, what? Lambeth Pottery, London, and yep. then it has a... Teat and Company Limited, Canada on it. It's about, about 10 inches. It's like the shape of a bottle, about 10 inches high with a screw mm-hmm. thing in the middle of the bottle when you lay I it I know down exactly what you're talking about. In. Heavy okay. stoneware. Yes. They used to put hot water in to heat up the bed at night, yes. and you put them in there. They sell between – people don't no longer use them that way. They sell between 20 and $30, and – uh, people put them on their window cells and stuff like that. They're virtually indestructible. Okay, so concrete slippers. Concrete? No, no. They put hot water into it, and they put in the bed and warm up the sheets before you got in there. This is crazy. I so never even knew bed. this existed. It's a water bed. No, no, well, no, we would know it as like the rubberized ones that yeah. people, they could be like a red or orange rubber, like, and you, you put uh-huh. it in a hot water bottle and put it at the foot of your bed to keep your feet warm, say yeah. if you're not feeling well. These ones are actually porcelain. 
Oh yeah. my! And so you oh, put a hot awesome. porcelain jug in the bed with you. That's got to be worth something. Yeah, they're virtually indestructible. <laughs> so what do those go for? Twenty, thirty dollars. Who would even see one and know what it is? They'd Give be like, What's me with one of those sideways jug. This is weird. I know, I know. But they're very. My cool. feet are always cold. I'll take something like that. Hey, okay. we made you a market, Janice. <laughs> we got two bidders here. Uh, to, to get an in-person uh, consultation, you can go to the store. It's at 10,341 Young Street, just north of Young and Major Mac. To reach them off-air, or maybe you have an entire house, you want them to make a house call, tell you what all the valuables are in your house, maybe you're downsizing, the number is 905-737-4653. That's it for another week. we got to go, guys. Oh, my wow. God. Concrete slippers. <laughs> what did you and get from the show? I can't believe that's all you I got do from want the show. I do want that. I never that, even knew that existed until 90 seconds ever. ago. I had no idea. I'm on the way to get one right now. Now that is cool. All right, we'll be back next week, and we want to say thanks to Will Power sitting in for Sebastian this week. Everyone have a great afternoon. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.